By the way, you know this, I love this. I don't think we're talking about this. When I'm running five miles every Saturday, no big deal. And I pass- Why do you think that is a big deal? Once a week? <laughs> Man of the year. Man of the year. Man of the year. Welcome to the number one friendship podcast in the country. I'm Aaron Cairo. I'm Matt Ritter. Matt, we are both New York transplants mm-hmm. who have moved to LA. Yes, indeed. Many years ago. And one thing people say about LA is that they don't like that there's kind of no seasons. Mm. How do you feel about that? I actually noticed recently that it's been raining and cold and I'm kind of like, I like it. I missed it. But do you like, like, there's not really fall. Right. There's not really like spring. I mean, I notice it because I'm a burger. There is. Oh, I can't. Tiny I can't. <laughs> cut, cut us out. Because I think that's fucking stupid. Not having seasons. No, people are like, I miss fall. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a reason we moved out here is to have the greatest weather every right. single day of our lives. Right. Okay. So we're on the same page on this. That our lives are better than everybody on the East Coast? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like almost hard to tell that like now it's spring, spring. which is fine. Like, yeah. you know, like because in New York, oh, in New York. There's that one weekend where all of a sudden it gets nice and everybody's out. The, the skirts. The skirts. The skirts. Mm. Oof, I miss that. I'm happily married, but I do recall. You were still- um, I do recall. Yeah. I, I do have total recall. But um, <laughs> spring is another important moment for our podcast because yeah. it's officially, what is it? Cuffing season. It's baby. cuffing season, baby. Friendship cuffing season. Now, usually when you think of cuffing season, you think of relationship cuffing season. You want to just like describe what that is? So relationship cuffing season, especially in those cold weather climates, it's October, November, you're still going out, everything's fine. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're inside your apartment for like three months. It's a good time to, you know, maybe just turn something casual into a little bit more of a formal thing. Like we should go out, we should be boyfriend and girlfriend so we could just watch Netflix and chill indoors for three months. But friendship cuffing season is sort of the opposite. Now the weather is getting warmer, you want to find someone to do stuff with in the summer months when all kinds of barbecues and parties. Did we invent this? I, I want to say we invented this. We did. I, I don't like to give you credit, but I think it might have been you. You know what's crazy is when it's me, I usually don't remember that it was me. You're like, yeah. I go, hey, Kara, remember that thing you said? You That was you, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Which, hey, good friending. You actually give me credit. Yeah, of course. And I'm like, oh. Oh, I'm a genius. Of course. I think also we're just spending so much time together. Yeah, it's all bleeding. Up. It's all bleeding. bleeding. So I love this concept. I am totally loving this concept. Taking advantage of it. Yeah, because I think it's about sort of being a little bit more intentional over the next few weeks and months of like, okay, summer's coming. Um, how can I increase my social fitness? And that's what this podcast is about. Like little things that pay off hugely. I feel like your friendship cuffing season has been off to like a gangbuster start. You're like- Cuffing left and right. You watched me cuff. I watched you cuff in real time. Have you ever seen me do that before? It's very personal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't think I've, this was a very intimate environment that we were in. So intimate. And it was just me, you, and basically one other guy. Yeah, we were at a Turkish spa. No, we were on a podcast. (laughs) And I I don't know if you want to say, but like, I just saw you becoming friends with this guy in real time. It was, it was like the perfect storm of Mm. things that came out of his mouth. Uh, My new friend, Chris, met him doing a podcast. He goes, just, I don't even know how it came up, but he was like, yeah. Oh, he said he was trying to figure out if he could reconnect with a friend 
they were watching a Knicks game at a sports bar and he lost touch with the guy and they never exchanged numbers. And already you could see me lighting up. I was like, Ooh, Knicks fan like that. And then he was like, yeah, I've been playing tennis a lot, but my spouse and I kind of argue when we play tennis. I'm like, Ooh, I like that. Um, and then the Knicks are in town. So we were like, we should go to a game together. <laughs> right there. We were like, we're going to be friends. Well, can you be a little bit more explicit about like what you said in response to that? Like what was the actual conversation? Yeah. Uh, I was like, wow, we seem to have a lot in common. I said, we have a lot in common. I'm like, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. Where are you from? So we got into the whole, we have the same background. I'm like, I play tennis too. We got into that. Um, and then I, we, we started talking about the league pass. So we were both clearly like obsessed Knicks fans. So we, it wasn't just like, oh, you like the Knicks. I like the Knicks. Like we were both clearly obsessed fans. And then I was, just, I actually, I think I just said we should be friends. That's a great line. Yeah. It's bold. It's bold, but it's also can be, if it doesn't work, it also can be sort of jokey. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good one because it has that dual thing. Or you could kind of say from Step Brothers, what does he say? Did we just become best Did friends? Did we just become best friends? Yeah. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. I think those jokey ones really do work because then afterwards, it's like a choose your own adventure. Like afterwards... I think he texted me. We exchanged numbers at the end. Okay. And really, and we did you to, say, hey, we should go to a game? No, no. But did you say, hey, let's, can I get your number? Or like, how did you explicitly say it? Yeah. I said, I think I said, so I had a reason to get the number, which made it easier. I said, hey, we should go to a game. Why don't you give me your number? And we'll, you know, then we can talk about that. Are you guys going? Yeah, we're going. Who got the tickets? So here's another thing. I okay. Did, friendship cuffing. And you know, I, I say this and, you know, look, sometimes people don't always feel that comfortable with a new friend, like you spend money on something and then well now you have to get into a weird thing of like who's getting paid back so we started texting about the game and i was like are you going he's like i don't know i'm like should we just go you know like we were kind of like yeah, yeah. It, was it was tilting it was tilting you know yeah. and i was like you know what i think i'm definitely gonna go i'm just gonna buy the tickets yeah and he goes i'll venmo you yeah so that was great too because if i say i'm gonna buy the tickets there's a little bit of a gray area of like Will you split it? Am I buying now buying you tickets? Like, you know, something has to be spoken there. So right away he stepped up and was like, I'll Venmo you. And then I knew he was no, going to another game. So I didn't know what his price point was. And he told me where his seats were for the other game, which I think was really good indicator. I think a lot of times we talk about money and friendship and sometimes you don't have a lot of money and you don't know how to indicate that. I think there are subtle ways of doing that. So he did a really good subtle indicator of like, this is my price point based on another comp. Um couple great things there. When you said, I'm just going to get the tickets, that is one of our tenants. Be the friend. Be the friend. So instead of just waiting for him to invite you or something else to happen, you just said, I'm just going to do it. Yep. And like him go coming right back and saying like, I'll Venmo you. Great response. It was the dream response. Yeah. Like good, good manners, good guy. Yeah. Um, I wonder if we could talk about a couple of reasons why I didn't engage in this in this moment. I hope I didn't box you out. No, no, no. I I, I immediately kind of like. Do you want to come to the game with us? Is it too late? No, no, no. I, <laughs> I immediately, you know, this is this is a this is super high class problem, but I feel like I'm at my friend bandwidth right now. Now you have, I think, a, a lot better bandwidth than I do. I'm saying of just mental. No, but you also have a lot more. If we were just going to go quantity, which I, this podcast isn't about having to increase the quantity right. of your friends necessarily. But I will say objectively, I think, and we're going to do this on another episode where we actually go through our social fitness. Yeah. You have more friends. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, because you have all these other activities. Yeah. I think you have more activities that I think you're doing currently. But what do you think that in that moment, I was like, you know, I, I don't think I can like treat this potential friendship with what it deserves. So I'm just going to not engage. Well, High you're saying problem. like, yeah, right. But you're saying, oh, like, should you always, if you see potential friend opportunity, take it? Mm. I don't think so. I think there's context for everything. Also, now, if I become his friend, you easily have the usurp angle. I could usurp him. There back. is there is no shortage of usurping payback right. for, that you can come back in on. Here's another thing related to friendship cuffing season in this particular instance. This guy's not my type. And by the way, fucking amazing guy. This is not a diss whatsoever. Yeah. I hope he listens. I just don't think he's my type. I think that's important. He's a little, and I want to be very clear, this is not a diss. He's a little languid. Okay. You know, he's a very laid back yeah, yeah. dude. That's just happens to not be my type. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like that's not, I don't think I'm dissing. No, not at all. I think it's important to know what your type is for friendship. Yeah. Super important. Cause you could theoretically listen to this pod and go, oh, it's cuffing season. Better just go out there and, you know, make friends with whoever. Yeah. And, we're gonna and get that's, to that. that's not really the goal. Yeah. So well, congrats on making a new friend. That's yeah. great. I hope you guys have an amazing time. Seems like a yeah. great dude. Um, but, but I think that's interesting. I think we should get into that a little more friendship types. Cause I think, you know, people are probably like, well, you guys probably all have the same friends. That's not actually true. I think we do have, you know, in our different circles. And I think it's because like some people have different parts of their personality that appeal to you and some don't or, you know, so I think even within your friend groups, like they're going to have friends that you don't totally get. Yeah. And that's okay because it's like saying, well, I wouldn't marry her or I wouldn't marry him. Right. About somebody's wife. It's like, you don't have to. <laughs> right. Yeah. My, my sort of target is, 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 is small. Yeah. I think our general friends are pretty gregarious, yeah. funny, but if it gets too much past that, too gregarious, too funny, I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you don't want the always on. Right. That's my job. Oh, the always ons. Yeah. So yeah, the always ons. I can't. The that, always ons? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. If you guys know an always on, you know what we're talking about. I don't think I do I have to explain what an always on is? I don't think we have any always ons in the group because we filtered them out and we're like we've become the always on. We're not even always on. Yeah, well, also because we're not knee deep in the stand-up world anymore. Oh, you're talking about literally comedians? Are well, some just, of my comedian right. friends are always on. Oh, I got you. Or I think some of our girlfriends who like only do sarcasm mm. as a communication style, I, that one gets me. Yeah. The sarcasm only. See, I don't have that much experience with that because like they're just not in the group. Right. I think friends of friends more now. Like sometimes when I, I'm with somebody and I'm like, oh, that's, I remember this person and I remember yeah, feeling yeah. that, and, oh, they're still doing that. You know, you're almost like, oh, you're still doing that. As a, <laughs> right. Oh, you're still doing that as right. a personality? Oh, right. bold choice. <laughs> but I don't go the other way, which is like your new friend, too languid. I, I'm just like, I can't. I have the too laid back. Like I need a little bit or else I'm just Too like, laid back. Yeah. So I don't mind that. I'm, I, I'm a friend chameleon though. I kind of, you, you know. You meet people where they are. I kind of meet people where they are in a good way, bad ways. Like sometimes I think it's because I'm a pleaser. I talk about this with my therapist. Mm. But are you just telling her that? Well, yeah. I'm lying to her about something. <laughs> this this <laughs> one I'm telling her to Well, then because you're a pleaser. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 And, yeah. yeah. Well, and because I lied to her. Right. Both. Right. Both because I'm a pleaser and because I lied to her. Yeah. So sometimes I think, oh, you know, as I get older and my time constraints are going to be shorter, I'm having a kid, like, should I be more discerning and try to really hone in on just the friends that are 
you know, so my type. Well, but as you always say in this podcast, not every friend has to be everything to you. So this right. guy could be your Nick friend. Right. So I don't have one right now. Oh, that was the big thing. Dude, for me. You have a, you're missing someone in your yeah. roster. Well, I have, you know, I have you and I have Jeff, who's also a good Knicks friend of mine. Yeah. We were going to go to the game, but his cousin already got him tickets. But it's also like, you know, uh, our good friend, Jeff, who I love, Nick's friend, but he has two kids. And so it's mm. like harder for him to get out and go watch a game. And maybe it will be too for me when I have a kid. But I like the idea of having a flexible Knicks fan friend. Yeah, that's great. That was like, check, please. Like, Check a big box for me. You had a hole in your roster. That's had a brilliant. hole. That's why you. As soon as he said the word, as soon as Nick said that, he you just gravitated, and I was like, all right, he's he's taking up. It was almost like I was watching the G League, and I plucked out a standout <laughs> player from the Westchester Knicks. Um, can we talk about um, for friendship cuffing season? Can we talk about peacocking? Okay. So first of all, how do you describe peacocking in terms of like the game, like in in you know in. Romantic, you know that term peacocking. Yeah, you're talking about like with your outfits and and, and peacocking your, your, in general. Your, like, what is your? I think when you walk into a room, generally people think peacocking is drawing attention to yourself as you know that you're confident and that you are interesting in some way, and you may be doing it through your energy, or you may actually be doing it physically through you know, the way that you dress or look or are built even. Yeah, I think peacocking is like having a statement piece, dyed hair, you know, in the book, The Game, uh-huh. dyed hair, crazy shirt. Did you read the book, The Game? Yeah, I have it on my bookshelf. It was a different time, my friend. It's a great book. It's a great book? I mean, for 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 2007 or whatever. I'm not saying I used, I mean, he, the guy invented negging. Yeah, I know. Was that good for anybody? I don't think it works anymore. <laughs> you don't go, hey, nice dress. Throw another girl wearing it. It's yeah. like fucking so dumb. Yeah, I mean, I think Rodney Dangerfield invented that. Fair enough. Let's be honest. Fair enough. Hey, nice hat. <laughs> looks great on you. Um, but why don't we talk about friendship peacocking? Yeah, okay. I'll which, you know, I think you brought this up a, a few weeks ago, which is sometimes if you're wearing a shirt or a hat or something, that's a good way to for someone to strike up a conversation with you or you just strike up a conversation with someone else. So funny because you're wearing a Knicks shirt. I'm wearing a Knicks shirt. shirt because I'm talking about the Knicks. Oh, did you yeah. wear it because of that? I wore it because of that. Yeah. I love that. But I also love the simplicity. Women have known this since time immemorial. Mm. When they're wearing something nice, they get compliments on it. Friendship started. All right. Interesting. Men, you can do the same thing. Hey, Knicks fan? That's all you have to do. Yeah. Hey, Knicks fan? Usually, I, so here's what I find. Usually when you do it, you're walking. And you can do two things. You can actually just say it and kind of walk by, yeah. or you could do what we're trying to do is like take that as a cue to engage. You're talking about a stranger on the street? Maybe a coffee shop, you're in line. Yeah, more like a bar. Somewhere. Place. It doesn't have to be, you know, whatever. I'm just saying it's it's I'm saying you're not like statically in a room together. It's easier when you're like statically, you know. I just don't like I don't like um engaging with someone who is in motion. Okay. So if yeah, they're yeah, standing, yeah. Yeah. and it could be anywhere, coffee shop, airport. Then it's fine to engage. Yeah. By the way, you know this. I love this. I don't think we're talking about this. When I'm running five miles every Saturday, no big deal. And I. Pass. Why do you think that is a big deal? Once a week. Five miles? <laughs> <laughs> you, you say. You say it. Like, you say it right. like, is that a big deal? Like, yeah, right. Is that a big deal? Like, is ah. it? <laughs> I mean, listen. In your defense, you're running a marathon, which I plan to come support. Uh, but five miles ain't shit. Yeah, you go, why do you think that is a big deal? You just shot me down. <laughs> the marathon's a huge deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Five, five. Yeah, I mean, this I'll have long run it by the time this comes out. Yeah. Um, but when I run and you pass someone running past you, 
we talk fucking about nod. No, yeah. no, not a, you talk about a friend running past oh, you. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about another runner, a stranger. Oh, oh. You do a nod mm. or like a peace sign or something mm. like that. I love that. You flip peace signs? Sometimes. This guy's living in 2007. He's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I just go to a bar, I pull out the game book, and I just flip peace <laughs> signs. And then if a girl comes up to me, I'm like, yeah, you're all right. I seen better. <laughs> oh, fuck. Holy shit. Dude, you want to know something fucking really strange? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, mystery. I, <laughs> <laughs> I like sometimes, you know, like intrusive thoughts, like, you know, Sometimes when you're like, you just will say something or sometimes you want to like drum, run in traffic or yeah. whatever. Sometimes when I'm trying to do a thumbs up or a peace sign, I'll do a middle finger by accident. <laughs> I don't, I can't explain it. I honestly like, it's like hand Tourette's. Hand Tourette's. Do you know what? I just, this, I just had a crazy flash of like maybe 50% of road rage incidents are because of hand Tourette's. Maybe. I try to right? do this and I do this. Cause sometimes like when somebody's driving or like I let them in, you know, I'll be like, you know, they yeah. want to let me in. Yeah. So imagine if you go, oh, you want to get in front of me? Yeah. F that's, that's you, a, he's, he's man. Giving, by the way, if you want to watch what we're doing, yeah. youtube.com slash yeah, you man of the year podcast. You can see my silly faces. Um, wow. So you accidentally, is it more with the peace sign or a thumb? It's more the thumbs up. I don't know why. My thumb is connected to my middle. Your thumb is connected to the middle. Yeah. Wow. You're like, yeah. That's so, oh man. Yeah. But do, do you not, do, how do you do a middle finger? Like, I want to see your middle. So you do that way. You know, I, I don't, you know what? I don't like the people who go like this. Nobody does that. Yeah, they do. Nobody does it. By the way, this, this, this I want to know if anybody, if any of our fans do this, like, I want to know why. Is it like a genetic thing that your hands don't like curl? You know how like some people can do certain, like, or is it, is it just that you think this is like cooler? For our podcast listeners, Matt has oh, his knuckles. Square. It's the square F you. I, don't, I can't it's even do square. it. It's the square. It's the rectangle. I literally can't do it. Wow, you can't. So maybe it isn't. Maybe it is like to show off your superior genetics. I've never heard of that. You can't even do it because you can't do it. Of course, you never heard of it because you come from a long line of curled knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, um, another thing I do is when I'm flying, I have like a University of Pennsylvania shirt. Can we give a little bit of love to UPenn? UPenn, baby. UPenn. Everybody who's wearing UPenn is a very like cheery community for each other like they will stop jesse always stops people with with pen shirts and they end up striking a conversation we've actually met people in the neighborhood from that um so for those watching on youtube i'm wearing a dartmouth hat my sister went to dartmouth dartmouth is a smaller school like that's real peacocking because there's just not that many people who went to dartmouth like in right. la and new york it's like right. more of like i don't know so I think new hampshire what, right so people stop me so i think what you're saying is as a tip as yeah, a, as tip a, slash hack. Yeah, as a tip slash hack, the more obscure mm. it is, the more likely it's going to lead to convo. But there's got to be a middle ground because yes. if you're wearing some super obscure thing that only ten people in the right. country have, right? Then you're really like needle in a haystacking this potential friendship thing, right? I mean, if you're wearing like I don't know, I don't know what like a Michigan shirt, but those people like each other. So here's what I think. Yeah, if it's in another city, alma maters are really good. If it's in another city, what do you mean another city? I'm saying. If you're in LA and your alma mater is oh, another okay. city, then that works as a friendship. Like UCLA, thing. no one cares in LA. That's what I'm saying. Right. Okay. Nobody cares if you're wearing USC, UCLA in LA, but if you're in Michigan and you're wearing your UCLA garb and there's right. LA transplants, that's a really good way to meet people. Could also get beat up. Yeah. The, 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 the Detroit Pistons Lakers beef in the 90s and the 80s. Detroit Lakers and Pistons? Yeah, Pistons Lakers. That was oh, a few. And then there yeah. was Pistons Bulls. I mean, I don't know. Have you ever made friends? Wearing something. That's the question. I've definitely struck up conversations on planes in airports with my pen garb. 
definitely had a conversation in the street with some Dartmouth garb. I don't know if I necessarily made a friend, but. Right. But I think the point is that we just want to open the door. Yeah. We want to give you a little bit more surface area, friendship opportunities. Just when you're going out by yourself, right. throw on a statement T. And I think also men, like we're just, we were so conditioned to just buy 10 packs of Hanes black t-shirts. You know, it's not a conversation starter that. Yeah, it is slimming though. It's very slimming. That's a conversation starter too. <laughs> very slimming tea. Now, another friendship uh, cuffing season um, tip slash hack that was brought to my attention was blind dates. Okay. Friend blind dates. Ooh. So this TikTok went viral, but a guy who saw another guy on TikTok or Instagram and slid into his DMs, not for, you know, romantic reasons, but like, I think you're cool. I love it. And that. now they're buddies. I love that. Yeah. It's low risk. Is it low risk? I mean, I, I would say like being honest, this feels like there's a, a bit of fear to do that, you know? What's the fear? Just emotionally to slide into somebody's DMs is fear of rejection. True. Fear of embarrassment because that's <laughs> yeah. now public record. It's been transmitted. Yeah, but let's normalize it. Right. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm saying it's, I would love that, but I don't think that it's, it's I think that's hard to do. Yeah. Um, Sliding into the DMs. So what happened to them? They're now they're buddies. But the one thing I want to mention is that like, we do want people to get out there IRL. Yeah. I don't, but, but that's the people, start. I mean, look, where they are. everybody's on social media right now. People meet dating. I think it's like, for the most part, a lot of the ways that people are meeting dating wise can be applicable to friend dating. So sliding into the DMs, right? That's like a single person thing. Yeah. Normalize sliding into the DMs for friendship. Hey, I noticed you go to Dantana's a lot. I go to Dantana's a lot. Right. I don't know why I said Dantana's. Yeah, let's, let's do something a little bit more yeah. relatable. Yeah. What's, like, what's hey, more? like, I love that restaurant. I love that gym. Yeah. I'm also an LAFC fan. Right. You know, right. like, don't be creepy. Just be like, if... If you're right. around, love yeah. to grab a beer. It's like, oh, I saw you posted uh, that from that sports bar in Venice. Like, are they showing LAFC games there? I'm a huge fan. What about this? I think it only you, your your profile has to be public, right? It's weird. But most men have public profiles. Is that true? I have no idea. Uh, yeah. Oh, you want me to? <laughs> yes, it's definitely true. No, I'm saying I, I think because women are you know getting harassed on Instagram or whatever. Got I it. think most men don't Got have it. hidden profiles. Fireball Adam has a hidden profile. Wow, that's rare. I think that's rare. I want to somebody, Theo, producer Theo, will have to check that one if if men have more. Are hidden. you are you private, public or private? I'm public, but I feel like every time I try to creep on somebody, they're always private. I men like, or women? Yeah, I feel like most people these days are private, from my experience. I don't even know how to go private. Matt, no, I don't know the setting. Um, so yeah, so let's normalize sliding into the DMs. Um, should we take a uh, listener question? Ooh, I love our listener questions. Asking for a friend. All right, guys, this is asking for our friend, our listener segment. If you have a friendship question or dilemma, uh, send it in. We're on Instagram at, at Man of the Year Podcast. Or you can find me and Matt on Twitter. You can find us online. Send it to us and we'll anonymize it. So Matt, this is a great question. Uh, they wrote, hi guys, love the podcast. I actually have two questions. Ooh. Number one, Cairo, does Matt get upset when you always laugh in his face? <laughs> oh my God. That was the listener question? That was a one of two. One of two. It was to Cairo. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Oh, does smell good? What's to me? I say no. I mean, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, first of all, we've been doing this. Before the podcast, we've been doing this interaction for many, many years. So I'm used to just the abuse that's part part and parcel of the friendship. Yeah. Uh, The only time I do get upset is when I'm trying to give really important friendship messages to you guys and I'm trying to be genuine. And he's like, it's stupid. (laughs) I will say, though, to both of our credits, you'll say something earnest. I'll fucking guffaw in your (laughs) face. But then you'll kind of turn me. Yeah. So I am open to it. Yeah, I stand my ground. Yeah, you do stand your ground. Uh, Okay, so so then that was number one. Number two, so the answer is, nah, he's fine. Number two, I just moved to a new town where I don't know anybody, which we've we've been getting a lot. Uh I've been doing my best to follow your tips and try to make new friends. Mm. So far, I have only become friendly with one guy who I met at a pool hall. Okay, good third place. Okay. (laughs) I'll be honest, he's just okay. Uh I don't really feel like we're going to be soulmates or anything but I really need a friend to do stuff with this summer so I don't feel like a weird loner. Should I settle? Wow. So much going on in that question that I like. Yeah. Also that I have sort of take issue with. Okay. One is I really like the idea uh, we talk about, you don't, your friend doesn't have to be everything to you. You can have a gym friend, a movie friend, in this case, a pool hall. We haven't talked about pool hall. Do you play pool? I mean, you know, when I'm on vacation or something. Vacation? What are you, what are you going on vacation? Yeah, playing pool on vacation? I, I don't know. When I was a kid, I feel like I remember pool hall. Not pool halls. Like pool tables being in a, in a lounge or something. Did I make any of my memories wrong? <laughs> <laughs> You're taking vacations to the next town over? I yeah, don't know. yeah. I think the vacation was to Oyster Bay. <laughs> pool, pool is literally one of those things where like, I mean, I can kind of do the thing because, yeah. like, I'm like a guy, but yeah. like, I'm not good at it. No, I, there was a pool hall on South Oyster Bay. Right? Yeah, I've been the there Greek in the past place. like 15 years. Yeah, yeah, that place was pretty fun. I, I like the, you know, it was like it was, people smoking. There? I was just yeah. gonna say, I think it's it was, carved out. Oh, uh, they can still their grandfather. I in. think any billiards hall is carved yeah, out. Yeah, I, I kind of want to go. I kind of like. I like that. No one. Well, kind of like the idea of going to an old school. Sp- anyway, um, so but great third place because. It's kind of like a pickup game. Yes. Is that how it works? Yeah, I think so. Like, I think if you were, well, is it a pickup thing? I think maybe. Yeah, because you well know when you're at a bar and there's pool, you go, I got next. Okay, hold on. Can we do a little quick side, yeah. side, side bend, side? Can we do a quick side bar? I fucking hate bars with pool tables. What? It's so annoying. Oh, because it takes up so much space. And you got to, oh, excuse me. And the people have to. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, like, you're, you're like, oh, I just need to go to, oh, yeah. And smash you right in the nuts <laughs> right, with the right, stick. Right. Now, I, if it's a place that has a dedicated, like, area, maybe. Mm. But, like, and I don't want to, like, diss our listener question person. Like, people playing pool at bars are fucking losers. Oh, wow. This is too aggressive. I'm sorry. This is too mean. Now, this is a pool hall. I disagree. Hall. This is a pool hall. Now, yeah. I re- and I, I like this as a third place. Yeah. But if you're at a bar, you're already socializing, and you go, yeah, I want to rack these balls up yes. and play pool, you're a fucking nah, tool bag. And call me a loser, because I enjoy pool. <laughs> Kiro, he's got this grouchiness to him. We're doing a friendship podcast, and he's just like, you're a piece of shit. You're a loser. <laughs> Listen, everybody has their own things. I do like playing pool every now and then. I think it's a at now a and then. At a bar. I've never seen you play pool at a bar in our entire yeah, friendship. Yeah, I know I'm going to be treated like a piece of shit. <laughs> if I do it, I'm going to be treated like human excrement by Kiro. <laughs> Listen, I'll say this. Okay. I, I do like it. Um, I do think sometimes being at a bar isn't enough. I think sometimes an activity, like I like darts. Don't tell me you don't like darts. He hates darts. The man 
He's gonna go, oh, you like darts? Kill yourself. <laughs> Some reason, for me, darts is a little bit more acceptable. Oh. Because you're not taking up so, although I, I almost walked in the line of fire once. I was going to say. They always put the bathroom right, right. next to it. I was going to say, darts have an unacceptable setup location half the time. Where yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Can I check your ID? Also, you're going to have to duck from the rapid fire, dangerous projectiles yeah. coming. Eye level. You know, actually the best, I, my brother had this outdoors. It's And they have it at a, a bar I went to recently. It's the most frustrating game on the planet. It's just this ring that you have to land on a hook. So ring toss, like for a child. No, it's not a toss. Yeah. The ring is on a string and you just have to push it and it has to hook in. It's the world's most frustrating game. It sounds like kind of a fun summer outdoor. It's a summer outdoor activity that yeah. will drive you insane. Did he make it? No, no, no. They okay. have it at bars, but it's like, yeah. I think they figured out, some of these bars probably figured out like, you know, too many people have, 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 have gotten poked in the eye and lost an eye from yeah, the darts. Yeah. I think we should probably, you know, our insurance is going to shut the bar down because there's too many people losing limbs from right, the dart, you right. know, fire. And, Being blinded. Yeah, blinded. And the pool table takes up too much space for Cairo because <laughs> it's only for losers, apparently. Darts are only for losers. I mean, no, the pool is for losers. Just to be clear. Going to the pool hall as a third place, that I respect. I yes. respect this. Question. You just don't like, you You feel that like it's it's like invading. It's a wrong space. Get over yourself. Get over yourself, pool table. Yeah. You don't belong here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So. You were saying you love a lot of things. Oh, but, yeah. No, I, yeah. I love that you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. Um, I, I love that you acknowledged that it may not be your future best friend. But I don't know that I like the second guessing it. Mm. What do you think? What do you mean by second guessing it? Meaning, am I settling? Right. I don't know that it's mutually exclusive to making other friends. Well, here's why you got to go for it. Here's why you got to go for it. Because one of our number one tips slash hacks, best way to make friends is from other people's friends. Mm. So you become friends with this person. Maybe they're not your best friend. You meet their friends. Swap them out. Swap them out. Usurp. It's like the paperclip thing, right? With the red paperclip, where they started on Craigslist with a paperclip and they ended up buying a house, swapping. I don't know if that really happened. That did happen. That analogy does not make sense. Yeah, you trade up for better friends. You keep swapping. But you're not trading him for another friend. Well, I guess maybe you are. Yeah, it's probably a bad analogy. I'm not bad analogies today. I don't know what's yeah. going on with me. Um, you just need a, you don't know anybody in this town. Right. You need a foothold. When I moved to LA, mm -hmm. none of those newbies are still my friend. You knew me. Other than you, I'm talking about the new, new. Yeah, 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 yeah. First year in LA, friends. Right. I don't think you guys quite understand. When you move to LA, your newbie first year in LA, friends, those are not for keeps. It's kind of, they do serve an important role. Yes. Because LA is a weird place to move to. A lot of weird people. Much harder to move to than New York. Very hard. Very yeah. hard. And you just don't know up or down. You don't even know where the streets aren't on a, you know, like the grid number system. Yeah, the streets have no You're name. on San Vicente and you're like, where am I? You're calling it San Vicente. Yeah, 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 yeah. Los Feliz. Wilshire. Yeah, Wilshire. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you don't know which end is up. You're looking yeah. at the mountains and you're like, am I south? No, you're going north. Yeah. But you just, you know, you just make friends with whoever. Right. In LA that first year. You just go, ah, oh, you're somebody. Yeah. I met you. We're friends now. I mean, it's called cuffing season for a reason. Yeah. Like you're trying to just get some connection. Right. But I do also think like what you said where you're like, yeah, that friend wasn't for me, you know, trying to figure out who is for you. Right. Um, the only way to do that is by spending time with somebody. Yeah. 
Oh, you mean not unlike me who I heard him guy say, I heard this guy heard, say four sentences. And I was like, one word. You I'm out. Too slow. <laughs> Talks too slow. Small hands. Smells like cabbage. So, okay. Our advice is you're not settling. Get a foothold in. Make this new friend. Meet their friends. Have someone to go to dinner with. Start somewhere. Get off zero. Get off zero. But also, again, it's not mutually exclusive. It sounds like you moved to a new town. You got some free time on your hands. Try somewhere else. Yeah, don't. Stop going to the pool hall, you fucking Oh, loser. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm, I'm sure this will be selectively edited yeah. like all of my other posts. Oh, yeah. Disinformation campaign. It's a disinformation. You're dissing me yeah. with my information. No, but I like, look, it's cuffing season. I like that you're taking the tips. You're putting yourself out there. If you're the, if that's your third place, then maybe just go there again without this person. Maybe make another friend, but you may have burned that place now. Now that that person and you, now you have to go to are tied together. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Guys, if you have a question for us, please send it in. Instagram, Man of the Year podcast, and we'll ask it on the air. It's asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. Theo, do we have any follow-up? Yeah, we have a few updates here. So first one's going to be in terms of Instagram public versus private. It seems like 38% of men have private profiles and 51% of women. So I was right, but I, it's much more different than I thought. I thought it was going to be like 90% of men are public. Got it. So that's a good lesson that guys are actually more public than we think they are. No, more private. Oh, more private. More private. I thought mo- I thought almost all guys were going to be public. And he's saying 38% are private. Mm. That's a high. Yeah. It's also interesting because it's default public. So everyone's choosing to change it right. to private. So right. So actually lower, it's a lower percentage of women. I thought more than 50% of the women chose private because, you know, there's a lot of cretins out there, but 38% of men too. So I guess a lot of people are choosing privacy. But I think if you're somewhere and you're trying to make new friends, stay public, let people stalk right. you a little bit. Right. Um, so what do we learn today? Well, it's cuffing season. That's number one. We're introducing friendship cuffing season as a term. And we learned you got to put yourself out there and- be the friend. That's what I'm doing. Right. You 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 didn't just get the guy's number, but you followed up and you bought the tickets. Yeah. Um, you got off zero. Yeah. Uh, we talked a little bit about peacocking. Just a very low-key, low-risk, low-energy way of potentially meeting someone. Wear a statement shirt. Wear your college jersey. Women do this all the time. They're very good at it. Hey, nice purse, nice shoes, whatever. You know, wear something that you might get a compliment on. By the way, I said wear your college jersey, which would be hilarious. Theo would wear his Oregon. Ducks. Oh yeah, his Oregon bench warmer jersey. <laughs> oh my god, unnecessary, <laughs> unnecessary. Uh, and then we talked about the concept of settling, and there's really no such thing as settling. We're talking about friends, right? This is not going to be your best friend for life. It's also like, you know, compared to a relationship, a dating. Like if you're settling, you're kind of stuck with that person all the time. Settling for a casual friend is so low maintenance. Guys, enjoy cuffing season, and please let us know how it goes. That's our show. We want to give a quick shout to our super fan and super friend, Kim. We love you, Kim. If you have a shout you want us to do on the air, send it in to us, and we'll mention them. Uh, And remember, be good to yourself. Be good to your friends. Love Love you, buddy. buddy.